From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. All righty, and away we go. This week on Australia's News Leader, the news that's often imitated but never duplicated, with yours truly, VK4BB Graham, for we commencing July 10. I'm joined by DD5LP, VK2LAW, VK4SN, VK3GTV, KE5CXP, VK3GRK, VK3FY and WIA Director VK4EA. And next week in Drop Zone 1, WIA Director Steve VK2TSG will bring us up to date with the goings-on at the WIA board table. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Hello, this is Peter VK4EA on behalf of the WIA board. At the last board meeting we had a briefing from Peter Mill, VK3APO and Steve Ireland, VK2MD, talking about the repeater and beacon management processes. We all came away impressed with the competency of Steve's coding skills and encouraged members to utilise the maintained repeater and beacon list available from the website. A development that most directors were not aware of is the work done by Steve to produce Google Earth KML files. I'll make sure the link to the KML is distributed using the WA socials. It's a really great bit of work. Peter Mill also went through the repeater and beacon process, emphasising that the ACMA has very little capability to process applications sent directly to the licensing section. An AP, that's authorised person, makes the process a lot faster. However, this costs... The AP, 200 to 250 bucks for each frequency assignment, which he must pass on to the customer. This situation is completely out of the WIS control and as a direct result of the Federal Public Service downsizing. Clubs and individuals can still lodge applications direct with the ACMA for the much lower fee of $29. However, this method can take up to six months after Peter has made his recommendation. The repeater and beacon application process is well documented in the from the WI website and while we'd love to make the process quick, painless and cheap, it is what it is. An improvement suggestion from Steve was to make a form available on the website for corrections and additions to the WIA repeater and beacon list. We're proceeding with this excellent suggestion. We'll keep you informed. And some good news, the board welcomes Dr Kevin Johnston, VK4UH, to the WIA records manager role. Kevin has had a long association with pushing the microwave distance boundaries in my part of VK4 and holds a number of records for bands above 50 megs. Thanks, Kevin, for volunteering. And on the subject of record-breaking activities, the VK7s are again punching well above their weight yet again. Rex, VK7MO, is currently in Hawaii, USA, preparing to smash the 10-gig terrestrial record Rex is, or might have already has, already done it, setting up his considerably impressive 10-gig system in conjunction with a number of US animators in California. We'll learn more about that in the next couple of days or weeks. The board wishes Rex good DX. Cheers for now. This has been Peter VK4EA on behalf of the WA board. Across 
across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. It can be heard on ANZAL, that's the Australian and New Zealand Echo Link Multimode Network. The news is automatically rebroadcast every Sunday at 10am VK3 time. Thanks. This is second operator Helen using John VK3 HJQ call sign. Hi, this is Krista Mitrovich, VK3FY. I was recently appointed to the WIA board back in May 2022 at the WIA AGM. For those that don't know me, a little bit about me. Currently, I'm a communications telecommunications consultant with over 40 years experience, having worked in almost all aspects of communications within Australia and overseas. I've been licensed for over 40 years, first obtaining my New Zealand Technician Licence, ZL2TZV, before immigrating to Australia in 1979 and upgrading to an AOCP in 1981, having passed the Morse code requirement at that time. I'm a keen DXer, both in the chase and being active on numerous expeditions and IOTA activations. Still chasing that elusive P5 to have worked all the current countries. DXing is not my only interest in amateur radio. Contesting is also a major interest of mine, and it is one that I believe will promote amateur radio to the younger prospects within the community. It was during the John Moyle Memorial Field Day that I introduced amateur radio and contesting to my sons Nick and Norman. They are both now advanced licensees. Further interests are in VHF, UHF, I can go on all modes up to 23 centimetres. I'm currently the trustee of the Oz Repeater Net, a C4FM system fusion repeater network, which is located on YSX room 24160. In addition, I am also hosting a repeater in Melbourne for Philippine Link. Why have I chosen to go onto the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia? And that would be a good question to ask me. It's simple, really. This hobby has given me a wealth of enjoyment and some sad moments most of my entire life. Hence, I want to give back what I've enjoyed and hence, with my experiences, I am sure I'll be able to assist in promoting amateur radio in Australia so that we can attract additional new operators to and in turn additional members to the Wireless Institute of Australia. I hope that I can bring new and or additional fresh ideas to further enhance the membership. Simple things like having a fully functioning amateur radio station at the Wireless Institute of Australia headquarters for members, prospective members, and promote this to new prospective amateur radio operators. This is Chris, VK3FY, for the WIA News. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Leading international news from Region 1, Asteroid Day is the United Nations sanctioned day of public awareness of the risks of asteroid impacts held annually on the 30th of June. Just in time for the 2022 Worldwide Asteroid Day, a threatening space rock that had lingered at the top of risk lists around the globe for months 
with a real chance of impacting Earth in 2052 has been deemed not to be a threat. ESA's asteroid team, working with experts at the European Southern Observatory, have officially removed 2021 QM1 from their asteroid risk list. After skilled observations and analysis of the faintest asteroid ever observed, the asteroid which was discovered in August of 2021 was calculated to be a near miss. The Spanish Amateur Radio Union, URE in Galicia, Spain, has organised an event to commemorate the 2022 jubilee of the Way of St James with Amateur Radio. Diploma Jacobeo 2021-2022, Galicia for the World, will take place July 18-25 to and is a 1,500-kilometre long walk along coastlines and through 10 public routes of landscapes and legends with hostels on the Camino de Santiago in Galicia. There will be 10 special event stations along the routes from July 18-25 to and a diploma will be issued for making all 10 contacts. On July 25, special event station A02022XAC will be activated and a separate diploma will be issued for contact with that station. Radio Expo returns to Friedrichshafen. In Europe, Ham Radio Expo made a triumphant return and Newsline's Ed Durant, Delta Delta 5 Lima Papa, was there. Last weekend saw the 45th Ham Radio Expo in Friedrichshafen, the first after three years of lockdowns and two cancelled events. All were eager to get back to the Neue Messe in Friedrichshafen on Lake Constance in the south of Germany. Turnout was expected to be around 10,000, compared to just under 14,000 in 2019. After the effects of the pandemic and with the current inflation levels, this is not a bad showing. While the main hall seemed a little less full than normal due to the stands of Kenwood and Yesu not being there along with the large Vimo retail, the flea market in its two Zeppelin-sized halls was fuller than in 2019. Talking with dealers and manufacturers, I learned they were glad to have, it seems, come through the pandemic. Several, however, said it was close and another lockdown would have meant the end to their businesses. Many are worried about parts supply and while most have stockpiled components, their stock is dwindling. Talking with the National Societies and the IARU, I learned there is concern on how we will keep our band allocations, especially in the microwave frequencies, and a need is seen to have the hobby change and be open to new technologies and possibilities to attract more people. There were positive notes too. The Austrian National Society's President, Michael Zwingel, OE3MZC, was very enthusiastic over several new projects. An institute will be a platform for hams, makers and professionals to work together on new technology projects in Austria. WRAN will supply a way for access from 6 metres, 2 metres and 70 centimetres into the Europe-wide ham net, which is a 2.4 and 5 gigahertz ham radio high-speed RF data network, a LoRa-based network linking low-power IoT devices using the Q0100 satellite, will enable data communications between devices across a third of the world's surface. Overall, there was a very positive feel at Ham Radio 2022, and as this year's motto said, it was indeed a reunion with friends. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm at DD5LP. And in news from Region 2, ARRL Field Day, a mighty success. At the beginning of this month, a total of over 517,000 contacts were reported for the event, and those numbers are changing daily. In 2021, there were 1.5 million contacts made during field day activities. 
Southern California exercise tests Winlink Global radio email. For two days back in mid-June, over 100 amateur radio operators were joined by the United States Geological Survey, USGS, local and county law enforcement agencies and the MCOM training organisation, ETO, for participation in a functional earthquake exercise in Southern California known as SoCal Shifting 2022. The goal of the exercise was to test the operational capability and readiness of the Windlink Global Radio Email System using amateur radio frequencies. Oliver Dully, K6OLI, District Emergency Coordinator of the Amateur Radio Emergency Service, Los Angeles Northeast District, said the exercise came together quickly over five days with the help of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department Disaster Communications Service and the San Diego ARIS and the Ventura County ARIS. K6OLI said amateur operators routinely hold weekly tests but need to be network aware and used to the battle rhythm during emergencies to move traffic in a timely manner. And in news from Region 3, tribute to Zorro, Juliet Hotel 1, Alpha Juliet Tango. 3 Delta 2, Alpha Juliet Tango is the special call sign that DOM, 3 Delta 2 Uniform Sierra Uniform, will be using for one month from Nadi in the Fiji Islands in memory of the late Yasu Zorro, Mayazawa, Juliet Hotel 1, Alpha Juliet Tango. Activity will end on the 27th of July, which would have marked Zorro's 73rd birthday. Zorro was also known for his de-expeditions and charitable work on behalf of children in Cambodia, Bangladesh, Japan and elsewhere. The special event operators will be on the air using CW, SSB, FT4 and FT8. QSL via Club Logs OQRS. You can read more about 3 Delta 2 Alpha Juliet Tango on QRZ.com. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4 FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2022. IAA UHF World Championship next contest is this weekend, July 9 and 10. WIA Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, 16 July. The Trans-Tasman Contest, held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage low band activity between VK and ZL. Hi, this is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. The Trans-Tasman Contest is almost upon us. On Saturday night, the 16th of July, the contest kicks off at 0800 Zulu and ends at 1400 Zulu. That's 6pm to midnight Australian Eastern Standard Time. Amateurs in VK and ZL will endeavour to contact other amateurs in VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RITI or PSK. The contest is made up of three individual two-hour blocks where you can rework stations again in the new block. Categories include single-op high-power, single-operator low-power and single-operator QRP, multi-operator one transmitter and multi-operator multi-transmitters. What does QRP, low and high power mean? Well, QRP is up to 5 watts, low power is 5 to 100 watts and high power is 100 to 400 watts. Logs are due by 7 days after the contest and can be submitted via vklogchecker.com in Cabrillo 3 format. 
Thanks to Jeff, Zulu Lima 3 Golf Alpha, for promoting the contest for our ZL neighbours. You can see the WIA website for all the rules. 73s, this is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Thanks, Alan. Now the RSGB Oda contest is July 30, 31. WIA RD Remembrance Day contest, Saturday, Sunday, August 13, 14. Alara contest, August 27, 28. WIA NZART Oceania contest. Phone, first four weekends in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW, second four weekend in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs 31 October. WIA VHF UHF field days spring 2022 is in November. DX window. The DXCC most wanted list has been updated. Topping the list is North Korea in first place and is unlikely to appear on the air any time soon. Bibby Island is in second place and Cruzy Island in third place, with both islands to be activated by Dex Positions later this year. Now my four to strive for. Z81D from Juba in South Sudan until the 11th of September. Activities holiday style. QSL Z81D via OM3JW. In the World DX, be listening on the HF bands for 8N650JP, the special call sign being used by the Japan Amateur Radio League's Okinawa branch. Hams are marking the 50th anniversary of the return of the Okinawa Prefecture to Japan from the United States administration. The call sign 8N650JP is active through to the 30th of September. QSOs will be confirmed automatically through the Bureau. Jan Main, JX. Helge, LB4MI is QRV as JX stroke LB4MI until early October. Activities in his spare time on 20 and 17 metres using SSB. QSL to home call LB4MI. Indonesia, 7B2C, 7B2E, 7B2T, 7B2H and 7B2O are QRV until the end of October to celebrate the Javanese Hindu Sita temple that was built in 1475. Activities on 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres using SSB and FT8. QSL via operator's instructions. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in English. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, welcome to the segment. First up, it's worldwide special interest group's internet, the ham's domain. TikTok promises to keep its US users' data safe and sound and not satisfying at least one member of the Federal Communications Commission. FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr said in a blistering letter that the Chinese company has proved it can't be trusted with the information users give it and should be bundled up and tossed out the airlock. Carr posted an open letter sent to both Google and Apple on his Twitter account. In it, he called on the companies to jettison the TikTok app from their app stores. Carr cites multiple cases of the company being exceptionally data-hungry. Most recently, BuzzFeed News reported that the Chinese government had gained access to American users' data 
despite TikTok's claims that it kept U.S. user info on servers on U.S. soil, far from the prying eyes of Beijing. Carr said in his letter that both Apple and Google parent company Alphabet should remove TikTok from the app stores or else send him a letter by last Friday, July 8, explaining themselves. Worldwide Special Interest Group, CW. Herman, VK2IXV, is looking for a Morse code key. Not just any key, but in particular, a New Zealand-made ACRAD or Ultimate Morse key. If you can help Herman, email him. HermanUSW at gmail.com Worldwide Special Interest Group News and Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. This week we introduce a radio amateur who is lucky enough to have found a way to combine two things she really loves, amateur radio and flying kites. Mike Askins, KE5CXP from Amateur Radio Newsline, tells us about her adventures in kite poter. The kite enthusiast launched her first high-flying ham radio antenna in October of last year on Florida's east coast with friends. Back home on Florida's west coast near Tampa, she and her small team have done eight kite activations since that time. This past March, she was on Florida's honeymoon island when she achieved her first POTA kite-to-kite contact with another team that also brought their kite there. Lisa told Newsline that she credits Court de Haas, KB5PRZ, with inspiring her lofty goals after she learned that the Texas amateur accomplished his QSO with her in 2016 while she was still living in Connecticut using an antenna on a kite over the Gulf of Mexico. Now she runs along the Florida beaches with a pota kite team of her own, including Julie, NF1T, Jack, W1BBU, and others. Her next challenge is a longer-distance POTA kite-to-kite contact with her friend Paul, W1IP, in Connecticut. Their first attempt on June 13th was scrapped by insufficient wind on Paul's local beach. Lisa made 95 regular POTA contacts that day using her kite antenna, but none were made with Paul, so they're trying again on July 11. Lisa told Newsline, quote, you have to be happy when you're holding a kite string, end quote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Mike Askins, KE5CXP. No doubt she'll even be happier if on that day the wind helps carry her ambition to reality. You might even say it will be uplifting. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. We amateurs and others around the world may listen in on contacts between amateurs operating in schools and allowing students to interact with astronauts and cosmonauts aboard the International Space Station. The downlink frequency on which to listen is 145.800 MHz worldwide. Capstone, NASA's CubeSat designed to test a unique lunar orbit, is safely in space and on the first leg of its journey to the Moon. The spacecraft is heading toward an orbit intended in the future for Gateway, a lunar space station built by the agency and its commercial and international partners that will support NASA's Artemis program, including astronaut missions. The Cislunar Autonomous Positioning System Technology Operations and Navigation Experiment, or easier to pronounce, Capstone, mission, launched aboard Rocket Lab's Electron rocket from the Rocket Lab Launch Complex 1 on the Mahia Peninsula of New Zealand. Still on Space News... 
the European Space Agency has noticed that satellites of its swarm constellation lost altitude due to an increasingly violent solar cycle which started in 2019 and is likely to intensify. The year 2019 marked the beginning of a new solar cycle, and fast forward four years, this cycle has resulted in an increase in the Sun's disruptive activities. Currently, the Sun is halfway into the new solar cycle, and this is the period when the number of sunspots will continue to increase, which in turn would amplify the number of solar eruptions. Surprisingly, scientists have started noticing the ill effects of this phenomenon as the satellites in low-Earth orbit, the LEOs, are taking the hits. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, Islands on the Air. Be listening also for KL7RRC from Kiska Island, NA070, during the RSGB IOTA contest on July 30th and 31st. Send QSLs to N7RO. VK5KI will be on air for the Radio Society of Great Britain's IOTA contest from Kangaroo Island, IOTA number OC139, off the South Australian coast, from Friday, July 29th to Sunday, July 31st. The station will operate in CW and SSB. Before the contest, be listening on 80 metres through 10 metres. During the contest, be listening on 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. QSL via Charles, M0OXO. The TX5ND expedition that took place in April from the Austral Islands, OC114, has updated the information on QSL cards. All TX5N QSL cards were taken to the post office on the 30th of June, so please allow sufficient time for the cards to reach you. Bureau cards will be shipped to the individual IARU Bureau in the next Bureau mailing. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia National News Service from Wattle Park, Adelaide, South Australia. It can be heard on 1843 kHz in the 160 metre band at 9am Central Standard Time on Sunday mornings. I'm Colin, VK5XY, and you are welcome to join our callback after the broadcast. 2022 Social Scene, VK3. Let's hear what's happening July 15 at Barrack. Hi, I'm Graham, VK3GRK. Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club invites you to our July meeting, where Ron, VK3AAN, will be providing a very informative presentation on balance and RF transformers. This will be an interactive session, so bring your questions and any balance and RF transformers for discussion. Many of us are making antennas for field activities such as summits on the air and activating parks. It can be very handy to know what kind of balance to use and how to make them. The presentation commences at 7.30pm, Friday, July 15th, at the Barrack Headquarters, Bendigo East Hall, 35 Lancel Street. A gold coin donation would be appreciated and supper is provided. The presentation will also be streamed on the Barrack YouTube channel. VK4, the Redcliffe Car Boot Sale, Saturday, August 20, 9am at the Clubhouse McFarlane Park, Klinger Road at Kippering. 
VK4, Sunfest, Sunday, 18 September at 10am, Mountain Creek State School. VK6, October 21, it's Perth Tech, goes 21-23. Rosebud Radio Fest, November 20, and VK3 at 9.30am. And next year, 2023, Alara November 4 and 5, in Hobart. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4, BB. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.